Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Pastor Leke Sanusi is the senior pastor of RCCG Victory House London. Also, the chair of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, RCCG in the United Kingdom, and deputy continental overseer of RCCG Europe. Trained as a barrister and solicitor, he practiced law for over a decade before transitioning into pastoral ministry in 1997. He is a fervent intercessor with an unwavering commitment to presenting the Word of God as the final authority over the trials and challenges of life. Pastor Licky is a sought-after international conference speaker and a prolific writer who has authored several best-selling books, including The Command Collection, which incorporates Command Your Morning, Command Your Fruitfulness, Command Your Enlargement, Command Your Deliverance, and the Commanding the Year series. Pastor Leke and his wife Bola are blessed with two miracle sons, Toby and Tomasin. Would you join me in giving a warm welcome to Pastor Leke Samisi to this year's Pursuit of God Conference 2021. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to 2021 Pursuit of God here at Jesus House, London. I especially want to thank and appreciate Pastors Agu and Shola Iruku for the privilege given to me to be part of this year's pursuit of God. I do not take it for granted at all and I'm very, very grateful for the opportunities that I've enjoyed year in, year out to be part of the great work that God is doing here at Jesus House, London. I also want to celebrate the entire members of the leadership team of Jesus House and of course the wonderful congregation. I love you and my wife is also full of gratitude and appreciation to us. That's Pastor Bola. I must also appreciate and celebrate all of you that are watching online from all over the world. And I want to assure you that as you stay connected with this year's pursuit of God from the beginning of it to the end of the program in this month of June, you will keep collecting divine blessings from the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. In Revelation 21 verse 5, Revelation 21 5, the Bible says, Then, he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. 
I'd like you and I to pray this prayer point together. We are going to pray to God and say, Father, the true and faithful God, what you said you will do, do it in my lifetime. Make all things new, all things spiritual, all things physical, all things material, all things about your kingdom here on earth and about your kingdom in my life. My Father, the true and faithful one, please make all things new. Make all things brand new. All things about my life, my ministry, my destiny, your plans, your purposes for me, for my nation, for your church, for every family under the sound of my voice. Oh Lord my God, make all things new. You are the true and faithful God. Even as you have said that you make all things new, please do it. Do it in my lifetime and everything you are doing to make all things new in this season. My Father, my God, do not do it without me. Don't do it without me, Lord. Don't do it without the family church that I represent. Oh Lord, my God, thou true and faithful one, make all things new. Make all things brand new, oh God. Spiritually, physically, materially, governmentally, politically, oh God. Make all things brand new according to your plan, according to your will, according to your purpose, oh God. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, O oh God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The theme of this conference, Pursuit of God, is New Day of Destiny. New Day of Destiny. For this sermon, I choose my test from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And I like to read from the Passion Translation, TPT. I read verse 18. Stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new. Something unheard of. Even now, it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, breathe upon your word. Confirm the preaching and teaching of your word with signs and wonders. Take all the glory, my Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, the topic of my message is power for the new. Remember I said the theme of the conference is New Day of Destiny. But the topic of my sermon is power for the new. Power for the new. The text that we read from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 has a background story to it. At the time this 
prophecy came from the mouth of the prophet Isaiah, the people of God had been in Babylonian captivity for decades. And it had been a very unpleasant, unbearable, bitter experience for the people. Excruciating pain in slavery, in captivity, yokes put upon them, burdens imposed on them severally. And truth is, every time God's people turned away from him and turned to idols and sins, they opened the door of captivity for themselves. They opened the door of bondage unto their lives. Now in the midst of the trials and tribulations that the children of Israel were experiencing in captivity, God raised the prophet Isaiah. And this prophet began to call God's people to prayer and to repentance. In Isaiah 1.18, Isaiah 1.18, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Even in captivity, in their idolatry, in their turning away from God, which resulted in their afflictions, God still raised the spirit of intercession. God raised a call for prayer, for repentance, in order to chart a path for their deliverance, their healing, and their liberty, and being set free from captivity. Now, as the people began to pray, obviously, and to cry to God in repentance. The Lord responded to their cries and then he promised his people a new beginning. He promised his people a new beginning through divine intervention. He promised them liberation, liberty, and freedom. And that was what we read in our text in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. God did that because he's ever gracious and merciful. According to Psalm 116 verse 5, Psalm 116 verse 5, is a gracious and merciful God. And so when a nation, a church, or a people, or an individual begin to call upon God in repentance, the Redeemer responds with the promise of a new destiny day. A new destiny day dawns as people cry to God in repentance, in intercession, in pleading and seeking His face for times of revival and refreshing to come again. In Isaiah 1.27, Isaiah 1.27, from the Passion Translation, the Bible says, Yes, Zion will be redeemed with justice and a repentant converts with righteousness. I pray on this altar today. Zion represents the church. I pray for the church in the United Kingdom of Great Britain. I pray for the church, the body of Christ, all over the world, that the church will be redeemed with justice and that repentant converts in our nation will be redeemed with righteousness from above in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord said through the prophet Isaiah that he will do a new thing. And the new thing that we do, we make the former things to look like nothing. To look as if it never existed. 
They saw the mighty power of God in Egypt. They saw his deliverance from captivity, from the hands of Pharaoh. But God is saying here in Babylon, his mighty power of deliverance will exceed all that he had done before to the point that they will not need to remember the former glory, the former divine intervention and liberty from the captivity of Egypt when they begin to see his new thing, his new act of deliverance, of healing and of turnaround. That the people of God will see the raising of Cyrus that we experience the blessings flowing from deliverance and that the coming of Messiah. We bat a new day of destiny for God's people. And for us today, church, for us today, family, for us today, brothers and sisters, God is saying that you might have witnessed good times before. The church might have witnessed revivals in the past. But the coming one will make us forget all the past ones. I perceive it by spirit. A guy two nine. A guy two nine. That the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former. The glory that will be revealed. The intervention that will come forth. The revival that we are going to witness in our lifetime will be mighty. Will be awesome. Will be wonderful. Whatever had happened in the past will be in comparable will be choice play compared to what the almighty God is going to do in this season for it is your new day of destiny hallelujah now the new thing that God is promising has to be prepared by power it does just it does not just happen by chance the power that bats the new and causes it to spring forth is the power of God through his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the womb of creation that births the new. Remember, we are speaking about the power for the new. The power for the new is in the Holy Spirit of God. The new speaks of creation. The new speaks of life. The news speaks of giving birth to existence. In Genesis 1, 2 to 3, Genesis 1, 2 to 3, the Bible tells us that the Spirit of God was over the waters. And as the Spirit of God hovers over the waters, creation began. The work of creation followed the bathing from the womb of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. In Psalm 104, verse 30, Psalm 104, 30, the Passion Translation, it says, when you release your spirit wind, life is created. Hallelujah. When you release your spirit wind, life is created, ready to replenish life upon the earth. In Ezekiel 37, Ezekiel 37, as God releases spirit wind from the four winds, what happened? Life came upon the dry bones at the valley of dry bones. Hallelujah. Life is released 
upon the tribals. The tribals rose. They became a mighty army, exceeding mighty army, because the life-giving power, the Zoe power of God in His Holy Spirit descended upon the valley of tribals, and creativity took place in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that represents tribals, spiritual tribals in the church today, spiritual tribals in our nation today, dry bones in your family, dry bones concerning your head, dry bones concerning your finances, dry bones concerning your children, dry bones concerning your businesses and your careers. As the power and the wind of the Holy Spirit begins to blow, to bat the new, the dry bones will rise, the dry bones will receive life, the dry bones will become an exceeding mighty army. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In John 6, 63, John 6, 63, the Bible said the Holy Spirit is the one who gives life. You cannot speak of a new thing, a new day of destiny without speaking of creation, without speaking of a birth. And it is the Holy Spirit of God who gives life. Hallelujah. When we speak of birth, we also speak of life. So what is it that the Holy Spirit will do in batting the new? Power for the new. In batting the new. In doing new things. In releasing awesome and mighty things into our nation. Into the church. Into the life of the individual, the families. The Holy Spirit we do certain glorious things. Hallelujah. And that takes me to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 from the Passion Translation. From the Passion Translation. Permit me to read the first verse of Isaiah 61. The mighty spirit of Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the wounds of the broken hearted, to tell captives you are free, and to tell prisoners be free from your darkness. From this anointed passage from the book of Isaiah chapter 61, we begin to see some things that the Holy Spirit will bath or do in bathing the new. Hallelujah. I share a few with us and we pray. Number one, we read from that prophetic passage which of course became fulfilled at the appearance and at the commissioning and the entry into the earthly ministry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit, we do great and mighty things. Number one, in bathing the new, the anointing to preach the good news. The anointing to preach the good news. We rest upon the church. We rest upon believers like never before. The Holy Spirit will bat the burden of preaching the good news on the church. It will not be like whatever we have experienced in the past. Glory be to God for what happened in Acts chapter 2. 
But the Lord who says, remember not the former things, consider not the things of old, for behold, I do a new thing. I am confident, and by the special grace of God, it's going to be in your lifetime. It's going to be in my lifetime. The Pentecostal outpouring of the Holy Spirit that was witnessed in the days of the apostle in Acts chapter 2 will be like Chai's play, compared to what God will do as a new day of destiny is given back to in these times and season. What we are going to experience as the anointing to preach the good news is released upon the church like never before. There will be growth there will be expansion of the kingdom of God on our heart. Revival is inevitable when the mighty spirit of the Lord is wrapped around the church. I see a wrapping around the church of the mighty spirit of the Lord. Come, giving birth to a great and mighty outpouring of his grace, of his glory that makes mighty revival inevitable in our times. Amen. Number two, what will the Holy Spirit do in batting the new? Number two, the Spirit of the Lord will heal the broken hearted as we read in Isaiah 61. The batting, the Spirit of the Lord will heal the broken hearted. In Isaiah 61, verse 1, the B part of it, it says, He sent me to heal the wounds of the broken hearted. He sent me to heal the wounds of the broken hearted. <laughs> Heart is broken. Where there is a sense of non-achievement, where there is a sense of unfulfilled destiny, where there is absence of peace, absence of peace in the nation, in the family, in the life of the individual, where depression sets in, where loneliness is in place, are you going through any form of loss? The loss of a loved one. The loss of precious things. The loss of job. The loss of business. The loss of career. Are you going through or you've gone through betrayal or betrayal or one disappointment or the other? All these can cause the heart to be broken. But when the mighty spirit of God, when the Holy Spirit comes down to heal the broken hearted, to bath the new, there will be renewal, there will be restoration, and there will be recovery. Jeremiah 30, 17. Jeremiah 30, 17. For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. I pray for you on this altar. Have you been beaten and battered in your heart? Are you depressed? Are you lonely? Have you faced betrayal? Have you been disappointed even by those who are closest to you? Have you seen yourself helpless and hopeless in any way? Remember in the valley of dry bones, the Bible says the valley of dry bones represents hopeless Israel, represents helpless Israel. Yet the spirit of the living God came upon the valley of dry bones to restore hope to the people, to restore hope to them, to renew them, to give them brand new life. I see the broken hearted receive healing. I see the broken marriage receive restoration and reconciliation. I see the broken godly relationship receive reconciliation and restoration. I see healing taking place concerning the betrayed, concerning the disappointed, concerning the dejected, concerning the rejected. I see name changing in the name 
of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God, when he begins to do the work of batting the new, there is the healing of the broken hearted. Hallelujah. What will the Holy Spirit do? Number three, in batting the new, the Holy Spirit, according to the prophets, the prophecy, we give liberty to the captives. We give liberty to the captives. Many are held captive by Satan, resulting in diverse afflictions. Many are held captive by addictions. Could be drug addictions. Could be other manners of addiction. Many are held captive by the spirit of violence, the spirit of vengeance, the spirit of bitterness, animosity. Many are held captive by the spirit of fear. The demon of curses are upon many in these days and times. Many are being bound by the negative experiences of their past. But hear the word of the Lord as the mighty spirit of God begin to blow, begin to move from the four winds. Just say the Lord, there will be liberty to the captives. It is the work of the power of God. Not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit said the Lord. It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. By the spirit of the most high God, there will be liberty to the captives and the church is being empowered in this end time to proclaim that liberty, to proclaim that deliverance, to pro proclaim that setting free of those who are held captive by all manners of things in this world. For he that the Son of God makes free, the Bible says he is free indeed. In Jeremiah 50 verse 33, Jeremiah 50 verse 33 and 34 from the New Living Translation, the Bible said this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. The people of Israel and Judah have been wronged. Have been wronged. Have you been wronged? Have you been oppressed? Have you been dealt with in an unjust manner? Have you been a victim of one form of injustice or the other? Hear the word of the law. You are like the people of Israel and Judah. The Bible said they have been wronged. Their captors hold them and refuse to let them go. Have you been held by one captivity or the other? And the captive demon is not letting you go. But hear the word of the Lord. Verse 34. But the one who redeems them is strong. The Redeemer is strong. Your Redeemer is strong. The Bible says his name is the Lord of Heaven's army. He will defend them and give them rest again in Israel. But for the people of Babylon there will be no rest. For every satanic demon and agent sent on an assignment to hold you captive, to hold you bound to put chains on your hands, chains on your legs, manaku you left, right, and center, and they're asking you to run a race. Just share the law. There will be no rest for them from now on. But as for you, your Redeemer is strong. His name is the Lord of Heaven's army. He will defend you. He will avenge you of all your adversaries. Vengeance belongs to God, not to you. Pray for your 
enemies pray for your adversaries leave them into the hands of the Lord the Lord is the defender of Israel he is your defender he will defend you by his mighty Holy Spirit the Redeemer will redeem you from every form of captivity is anyone held captive in your family is anyone held captive in your place of work is anyone held captive in your neighborhood pray for them in this dawn of new destiny in this day of your destiny in this new day I want to assure you I want to encourage you I want to let you know that the spirit of God is on the move the power of God is on the moon God wants to anoint you with fresh oil to be able to do new exploit they that know their God the Bible said they shall be strong and they will do exploit this is the time not before not in the past in this this day and time. This is the time to draw near to God. This is the time to know God more. This is the time to study the word more. This is the time to pray more. This is the time to praise him more. This is the time. This is the time to get closer to the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that you may become his weapon of war in this end time. His battle axe in this end time. And I challenge you, arise and be part of the new move of God. Hallelujah. Number four, what happens when the Holy Spirit is engaged in bathing the new? The Holy Spirit causes a change to take place. The new means a change from the old. It means a change from the old. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Isaiah 61 verse 3. List changes that will begin to take place as the Holy Spirit is engaged in bathing the new. For example, there will be a change from ashes to beauty. Hallelujah. God will make a beauty out of that ugly situation. Out of that ugly marriage, God will make a beauty. Malika Tolibaka Sataya. The marriage of Jesus to the church was an ugly one but Christ came he died on the cross to make that marriage beautiful again he demonstrated it at the miracle that he did at the wedding in Cana of Galilee wine was spent there was going to be a reproach shame and disgrace was coming but he went there and he turned the ashes to beauty as he gave them the sweetest wine ever I see in this end time by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit the sweetest wine is coming to the church. The sweetest wine is coming to your home. The sweetest wine is coming to your marriage. The sweetest wine is coming to your finances. The sweetest wine is coming to every godly relationship in the name of Jesus Christ. When the Holy Spirit is engaged in the bathing of the new, change begins to take place from sorrow to joy. The oil of joy is the gift of the Holy Spirit to cause a change in our countenance and to cause a release of healing and air. The Bible tells us as Anna began to engage the power of God at Shiloh, her countenance was no longer sad. God turned her sorrow to joy and what followed? Mighty miracle followed. A new birth followed. The birth of a prophet. There was none like him in Israel before him. There was none greater than him after him in Israel. That 
birthing took place when the Holy Spirit came to turn a sad countenance to a joyful one. Every sorrow is turned into joy in your life, in your family. Every pain of the heart, every sorrow of the heart that is limiting, that is preventing, that is stopping the birthing of the new in your life. I stand on this altar. I say receive the oil of joy instead of that sorrow. Receive the oil of joy. Weeping in the endure for a night. In the morning come a joy. When the morning appears, it is a new dawn. It is a new day. I proclaim and declare your new day of destiny. Your new dawn of destiny. Rejoice and be glad. I say rejoice and be glad. The oil is the Holy Spirit. And according to Isaiah 10 27, Isaiah 10 27, the Holy Spirit destroys the yokes in our lives. And the Holy Spirit changes our stories to glory. One more time, I see your stories turning to glory Amen. in the name of Jesus. In the batting of the new, the Holy Spirit causes a change, a change of garment, Amen. a change of garment. Amen. Those clothed with heaviness and reproaches, they receive new garments. The garments of praise, the garment of celebration. In Mark chapter 10, in Mark chapter 10, when blind Bartimaeus cast away his old garment, he was casting away the garment of sorrow. He was casting away the garment of his negative past. He was casting away the garment of lack of vision. The garment of lack of purpose, the garment of lack of direction. He was destined for Jerusalem, but he found himself stuck at Jericho. He found himself at the roadside of Jericho begging. That was not his purpose. That was not the reason why he was created. He had been wearing a garment that had truncated his identity and destiny. But at the encounter with the Holy Ghost, as he encountered Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. He yanked off that garment. He threw away that garment. I am confident that blind Bartimaeus, now a sin Bartimaeus, he did not go to Jerusalem naked. Definitely by casting away that garment, he received a new garment. According to the prophetic word in Isaiah 61, he received a brand new garment. He received the garment of praise from the son of David, the anointed one, the holy one of Israel. He received the garment of vision. He received the garment of direction. He received the garment of fulfillment. He received the garment of entering into God's plan and God's purpose for his destiny. He relocated from Jericho. He made his way unto Jerusalem, unto fulfillment. I prophesy on this altar in the name of Jesus Christ. You are destined for fulfillment of your assignment. You are destined for Jerusalem. You are coming out of the wayside of life. You are coming out of that beggarly life. You are coming out of that troubled and depressed life. You are setting your feet upon the path of glory, upon the path of destiny fulfillment. Your garment is changing. For your shame, you are receiving grace. 
grace for a new dawn, grace for a new beginning, grace for new things. In the name of Jesus, I love what I read in Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 13. Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 13, from the Passion Translation. He said, there is change in the hair. There is change in the hair. Brother, there is change in the hair for you. Amen. Sister, there is change in the hair for Amen. you. Church, there is change in the hair for you. United Kingdom of Great Britain, there is change in the hair. Say it to yourself, there is change in the hair for me. Hallelujah. Lastly, when we engage the Holy Spirit in bathing the new, there will be double blessing. Double blessing. Isaiah 61 verse 7. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land. Everlasting joy shall be yours. When the Holy Spirit bathes the new in a nation, in the church and in the life of an individual, blessings must follow. There is a breaking forth and a bursting forth of God's blessings. In 2 Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 2, Elisha asked for the double portion of the spirit of Elijah. What happened? Double came upon him. No wonder we know that by answering the prayer of Elisha, his ministry blessings and accomplishment double that of his predecessor Elijah listen to me the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former whatever they have done in the past get ready God is doing something brand new better greater and much more awesome than whatever had ever happened that's why I said consider not the things of old remember not the former things for behold I do a new thing that's what we need to begin to pray for believe for and must expect to happen in our new day of destiny. Psalm 85, 10 and 12. Psalm 85, 10 and 12 from the Passion Translation. He said, your mercy and your truth have married each other. Hallelujah. Your righteousness and peace have kissed. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down blessing after blessing and prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me, beloved. The Messiah, our Lord and Savior, will not return to meet a battered church. No! But he will come back to meet a better church, a blessed church with a revived and renewed people. If you believe it, shout hallelujah to the Lord. Ephesians 5.27 Ephesians 5 27, the Passion Translation. All that he does in you, in me, in us is designed to make us a mature church for his pleasure until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy, without fault or flaw. Praise the name of the Lord. What to do or not to do to experience the new? What to do or not to do in order to experience the new? Listen, beloved. If we want to experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in batting the new and giving us a new day of destiny, we must overcome three things that God accused Israel of. Three things that God is accusing you and I, accusing the church and the nation of today. What are those three things? They are found in Isaiah 43, 22 to 24. Isaiah 43, 22 to 24. Number one, prayerlessness prayerlessness. Isaiah 43, 22, the Bible says, Yet you did not call out to me, O Jacob, and you so weary, you as, are you so weary of me, O Israel? You did not call out to me. 
The Bible says, call upon me. I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Seek my face and you will find me. Prayerlessness is a terrible misdemeanor that we must repent of and overcome in order to see the birth of the new day of destiny. Number two, dishonoring God. Isaiah 43, 23, Isaiah 43, 23, dishonoring God. He said, you have not brought me your sheep for burnt offerings or honored me with your sacrifices. Every form of disobedience is an act of dishonor to God. Lack of worship, refusal to tithe, not engaging in kingdom service, kingdom giving, kingdom sacrifice, not laying our lives onto the altar, not jettisoning our own private desires, ambition, vaulting ambition, plans and purpose, and surrendering them and yielding to the will and the plans and the purposes of God for our lives. All these are acts of dishonoring God that can make and we continue to make revival and the birth of a new day to tarry. The third thing that we need to overcome is the burden of sins. Isaiah 43, 24b. Isaiah 43, 24b says, Instead, you have burdened me with your many sins and wearied me with your evil deeds. We must overcome our many sins and evil deeds, iniquities. And to do that, we cannot by our own power or by our own work. Isaiah 43, 25. Isaiah 43, 25 says, I, even I, um, he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and I will not remember your sins. The blood of Jesus is what does the blotting out. As a new child is born, covered with blood, our new day of destiny is also born in the swaddling clothes, swaddling clothes of what? Of the blood. Of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 2 Corinthians 5.17 Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ enfolded into Christ through the swaddling clothes of his blood he has done what? He has become an entirely new creation. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. I decree everything related to the old order concerning your life, your destiny has vanished today. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Everything is fresh and new. There's a new day of destiny for kingdom growth and expansion. Healing rivers begin to flow in the direction of the sick. Deliverance taking place to the captives. Freedom from oppression and bondage. A change from the negative identity to brand new name for it will give you a new name. You will no longer be called the rejected. You will no longer be called desolate. Your name shall be called Ephzibah. You shall become the Behula of the Lord. There is an anointing for double blessings all over. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. We want to pray a few prayers before then. I'd like to share with you very quickly in closing what I will call the testimony of the blesser called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the blesser. The Holy Spirit is the bathing womb of the new, the new person, the new creation, and the new things that does away with the old order. 
This is a personal experience. It happened on Wednesday, the 14th of April. Wednesday, the 14th of April, in the morning, I was on my, on my usual and regular prayer walk. And as I, was, as I was walking around the neighborhood where I lived, I was praising God. I was singing to the Almighty God. I remember I was singing a song that had to do with the Lord. Give me new oil. Give me new oil in my lamp and keep me burning. And as I kept worshiping and praising God, I just burst into tongues. I was praying in tongues. I was praying in the Holy Ghost. And I was walking and praying. Of course, I was praying slightly aloud, but not to be not so loud to be a nuisance to those who were around me. But I was praying as I was walking and I'm praying to the Lord in the spirit. And then a gentleman came out my way and kind of walked past me. He's a fine, nice looking, handsome Asian gentleman. Apparently was well dressed, going to work in the morning. So he walked past me as I was praying in the spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost. Having walked past me, he turned around and he said, hello sir, hello sir. So he stopped me and I stopped and I looked back at him. I said, hello good morning so we greeted and he asked me this question he said do you know me i said i'm sorry <laughs> not that i can remember ever meeting you in my life he said i'm wondering too he said but you just called my name i said i call your name how did i do that he said you did not just call my first name you called my full names i said your full names i'm sorry i don't know what you are talking about he said no, no, no. He said, no, no, wait a minute. You did not just call my full names. You blessed me in my language. Do you speak Hindi? Do you speak Bengali? I said, no. I've never even been to any of those countries in my life. I don't, I, I don't speak the language. He said, but you just call my full names and you pronounce blessings upon me just as I walk past you. Ha! Then I knew what was going on. I remember in Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Ghost came down and the outpouring took place upon them at the upper room and they began to speak in other tongues. The Bible said there were many people from several nations who were there in Jerusalem and as the people of God were speaking in the Holy Ghost having experienced the power to bat the new, the power to release a new day of destiny upon the nation at that time. The power that we turn the world upside down. The Bible says everybody that came from several nations they began to hear their own language being spoken by these apostles who have never learned others, other, other languages before they could hear them clearly speaking their language and knew that that was what took place on Wednesday morning the 14th of April and I opened my mouth and I spoke to this gentleman this great Asian person and I said to him that I don't know your language I don't know but I can assure you I've just been speaking heavenly language and I'm sure heaven has a plan God has a plan and purpose for you and that was why he began to call your name God was calling your name and releasing blessing upon you he said really I said yes because I don't know your language I was speaking an heavenly language he said what's this heavenly language I said it comes as a gift of the Holy Spirit when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit you receive the anointing and you can begin to speak in other tongues he said wow can I receive this I said it's a free gift from heaven there is only one condition though because God loves you God has a plan and a purpose. He wants to do new things in your life. Surrender your life to Jesus Christ because he is the giver of that gift and you are going to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I told him I perceive in my spirit, God wants to use you mightily to do great things in, in, in your life and through you for this nation. He said I am willing and ready. What do I need to do? It was the simplest evangelism I've ever done in life because it wasn't me. It was a mighty 
power of the Holy Ghost that was at work to give birth to a new creature, to do a new thing. Within just two, three, four minutes, this gentleman surrendered his life to Jesus. He said, will you pray for me? I said, yes. I prayed for him. I told him, receive the Holy Ghost and to the glory of God. He opened his mouth. We almost caused, you know, a scene. A crusade almost broke out that morning on Wednesday, the 14th of April. He began to pray in other tongues. I prayed with him. I worshipped with him and I assured him that he's now a new creature and God is already birthing a new thing through him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God is telling us that this is the hour. This is the season. A new dawn. A new day of destiny is being given back to. And I give thanks to God that you are part of this great move of God. Now, let us get up from wherever we are. It is time to pray. In Song of Songs, Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 13. The Bible says from the Passion Translation, can you not design this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? <laughs> Can I not design? Will I not design what took place on the 14th of April? Was that not a new day of destiny breaking forth right there in my eyes in my presence? Witnessing what happened before, even in a greater dimension, it did not just happen to 120 people. It was just myself and then this man. God indeed is doing greater things than he had ever done before. He said, the early signs of my purposes and plans are Busting forth, lift up your voices, brethren. Say, Father, I praise you for this new day of destiny that is breaking forth around me. Go ahead, begin to praise him for this new day of destiny that is breaking forth around me, breaking forth around you. Give thanks to God for his purposes, for his plans that are busting forth. Lord, I thank you for your purposes. I thank you for your plans that are busting forth all around me, all around my nation, all around your church, all around my family. I give you praise, O oh Lord, for this new day, new dawn of destiny. It is breaking forth all around me. I give you thanks, O oh God, for your purposes and your plans. They are bursting forth all around me, all around my nation, all around United Kingdom of Great Britain, all around the church. A new day of destiny. Breaking forth, breaking forth. God's plans, God's purposes for this end time. Busting forth, busting forth. All around our nation, all around the church, all around our families. In Jesus' name, we pray. The mighty power of the Holy Spirit. He says, He will anoint His church. He will anoint you to preach the good news all to the poor. The poor in the spirit. The poor that are not regenerated. The poor that are perishing. The poor that are in darkness. The poor that needs to come out of the wilderness and the desert of condemnation and receive divine commendation. We want to pray. I say, Father, by your Holy Spirit. Anoint your church afresh. Anoint me afresh for kingdom growth, for kingdom work, 
for kingdom expansion. Anoint your church. Anoint your church, oh God. Spiritually, numerically, financially. Anoint us. Revive us again. Revive us again. Better than the days of old. Psalm 85 verse 6. Revive us again, oh God. Revive us again, oh God. Let there be a bursting forth of your spirit again. Let there be an outpouring of your spirit again. As on the day of Pentecost, do something much more wonderful, oh God. Let it not just be on one. Let it not just be on two. Let it be upon the body of Christ. Let it be upon the entire church, oh God. Anoint us afresh, oh God, for kingdom growth, for kingdom expansion, oh God. Growth and expansion, spiritual growth, oh God, numerical growth, oh God, physical growth, oh God. Revive us again. Revive your work again. Send your wind, oh God, from the four winds to blow upon these dry bones in the valley of dry bones. Our bones have been dry for too long. We have dwelt in the valley for too long. Our nation must not be buried in this valley of dry bones. Resurrection power of God through the anointed one, Holy Ghost, descend upon our nation. Rest upon the land. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We are going to pray. Say, Father, by your Holy Spirit, let the healing river begin to flow now. Begin to flow over our nation, over the church, all over me, all over me, all over my family, all over my destiny, my career. Your healing river, your healing river, begin to flow, begin to flow. Pray for the healing of the land. Lord, heal our land. Let the plague cease. Let the pandemic cease. Let affliction never rise a second time. Heal our backsliding, oh God. Heal our broken Earth, oh God. Heal our finances, oh God. Restore health unto us. Heal our wounds, oh God. Heal our hearts, oh God. Heal our barrenness, oh God. Heal us, heal us, heal us, oh God. Turn our desert land to water garden again, oh God. Turn our forest land to fruitful field again, oh God. Malika Kekotoli Brakasataya. Heal us, oh God. Heal our land. Heal our land. We repent from our sins. We repent from our iniquities. We turn away from our wicked ways, O God. We humble ourselves before you, O God. Heal our land by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Heal the broken-hearted, O God. Heal the disappointed, O God. Heal the depressed. Heal the dejected. Heal the sick, O God. I break the power of infirmity. I destroy that demon of affliction in your life, in your home, in your marriages. Arise, it's a new day of destiny. Arise from the bed of affliction. Arise from the bed of languishing. Ah, Peter and John said, gold and silver we do not have. That which we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Rise up and walk. Rise up. Take your position. Rise up. Enter into your destiny. Rise up. Enter into God's plans. Enter into God's purpose, enter into fulfillment, enter into a new day, a new day of destiny, is done in is done in Malike Kotoya, Lebraka Sundoria, in Jesus' name, we pray, say Father, 
by your Holy Spirit. Turn our captivity. Send deliverance to Zion. Break every yoke. Break every yoke. Break every yoke. Bring an end to injustice. Let righteousness flow like a river. Deliver the demonized. Set your press free. Raise a standard against the flood of the enemy. Raise a standard, Lord. Raise a standard, Lord. Isaiah 59, 19. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of God shall raise a standard against him. Holy Spirit of God, raise a standard against the flood of affliction. Raise a standard against the flood of the plague. Raise a standard against the flood of evil philosophy. Raise a standard against the flood of the philosophy of men. Raise a standard against the flood of the wisdom of men. Raise a standard. Raise a standard against the persecution of the church. Raise a standard against the persecution of missionaries all over the world. Holy Ghost, raise a standard against the flood of the wicked. Raise a standard against the flood of sickness. Against the flood of diseases. Against the flood of infirmity. Against the flood of demonic of affliction. Against the flood of addiction. Against the flood of idolatry. Against the flood of wicked and evil altar. Holy Spirit, raise a standard by the anointing. Isaiah 10, 27. Every burden of sin, every burden of wickedness, be lifted, be lifted, be lifted, be removed, be removed, be removed from the neck of the church, be removed from the neck of God's people. Every yoke of oppression be destroyed, be destroyed. By the reason of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, let yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus. For Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he went about doing good, healing all those who are sick and oppressed, releasing the captives, oh God, for the Lord was with him. How God had anointed him with power and with the Holy Ghost. Oh Lord, here we are. Anoint us afresh. Anoint us afresh with the greater measure of your power and of your Holy Ghost to do greater exploit like never before. In the name of Jesus. When the Spirit of God comes down, he effects a change. We're going to pray and say, Father, by your Holy Spirit, we ask for change, a change from the old, from the past, to a new beginning, a new dawn, a new beginning of joy, of peace, of progress, of prosperity in our nation, in the church, in our families, in our lives. Oh Lord, give us a change, a change of coming, a change of perspective, a change of direction, a change of vision, a change of focus, no more focus on idols, no more focusing on ourselves, no more focusing on human beings, no more focusing on human gods. Help us to have a change to focus on your God, to focus on the kingdom, to focus on your plan, to focus on your purposes. Give us new garments, oh God. Give us new wine, new wine, in new wine skin, new wine, in new wine skin, not our new wine, in old wine skins. Lord, give us new wine, in new wine skins. Give us a new day of destiny. Change names here today. Change names here today. Have you been called rejected? Your name is changing. Become the accepted of the Lord. Behold, I give you a new name. With the mouth of the Lord himself you name. Receive a change of name. In Jesus name we pray. Begin to pray now in closing. 
for the release of double portion. When the mighty Holy Spirit begins to do his work, he says, he will restore double. Say, Father, Father by your Holy Spirit, your Holy release double portion release of, double your of your blessings upon our nation, upon, our nation, upon your church, upon, upon, upon me today, upon every family. Upon every receive, family. Receive, receive, release, release, double portion, double portion, double portion of the anointing. Restore double honor, O God. Turn disgrace to grace, O God. Turn shame to fame, O God. Turn problems to promotion, O God. Move through our problems, O God. Move through our waters of affliction, O God. Bring us out of the fire. Bring us out of the affliction. Bring us to a worthy place. Oh, Rebakataya. After the order of Job, restore double portion. Restore double fortune. Restore, restore. Double portion of the anointing. After the order of Elisha, restore it, restore it. Double portion of the anointing. Release it upon your church. Release it upon our pastor. Release it upon our leaders. Release it upon the church leaders. Upon the church of England. Upon every denomination. Upon our CCG, upon every denomination, upon the body of Christ, double portion, double portion, double portion, double portion. That makes the whole anointing, that makes the old order to be like nothing, to fizzle into nothingness. Let the glory of the latter house be far, far greater than that of the former. Makare mokotoya, ne brano sontoya, malika kekotoya, ne broko shantaya, brada supreketi, ekekoto libra kasata, makala braga delegere reboko. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. I pray for you on this altar. Standing on the prophetic word of God. In Isaiah 32, 15 to 20. Isaiah 32, 15 to 20. The spirit shall be poured out on us from heaven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The wilderness will become a fertile land. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The fertile field will yield bountiful crops. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Justice will rule Amen. in the wilderness Amen. and righteousness will rule Amen. in the fertile land in the name of Jesus. Amen. This righteousness will bring peace. Amen. We bring peace. Amen. The Prince of Peace, Amen. the only one of Israel. Amen. Yes, it will bring quietness. Amen. It will bring confidence Amen. forever in the name of Jesus. Amen. I decree over you and yours, you will live in safety. Amen. You will live in peace. Amen. You will have rest Amen. on every side. Amen. The Lord will greatly bless you. Amen. The Lord will greatly bless your Amen. nation. The Lord will greatly bless your church. The Lord will greatly bless his plans, his purposes for your life, for your destiny, to ensure your fulfillment. Wherever you plant seed, seed of your time, seed of your gift, seed of your talent, seed of God's grace upon your life. Wherever you plant your seed from now on, bountiful crops will spring up. Revival will spring forth. Overflowing blessing, we spring forth. Overflowing joy, overflowing grace, overflowing breakthrough, begin to spring up. In the name of Jesus, wherever you turn, you will enjoy the overflowing power of the Holy Spirit for your new day of destiny.
destiny is here. Amen. In the name of God the Father, Amen. in the name of God the Son, Amen. in the name of God the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. 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 It is raining all around me. I can feel it. It's a lot of rain. Right on Jesus. Give us more rain. Until we are wet. Until we are soaked. Thank you to the Lord. It is raining. It is raining. All around. I can't Ride on my Lord Jesus. It's a new day. More of righteousness. More rain of your glory. More rain of your spirit. More rain of power. More rain of your anointing.